0: what's up everyone this episode's about being an entrepreneur and dealing with negative feedback growing your business how you react to it and how you think and deal with criticism oh cool. let's do so, it oh yeah like before we even like get into all that like you're a content creator i'm a content creator when you when you make something like mm. you 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 started like like the photography business everything that first piece of content that you made that first picture that first video yeah that first whatever it was yeah yeah, yeah. and you put it out to the entire world like you put it up on social media the Mm -hmm. entire world to see like what is that feeling that's going on like right
1: when you're about to post it right after you post it like that first piece that very first piece of content that you've ever made do you want to know how i felt like when i was getting started or how i feel now about it
0: from the start to like once you Finished creating it to then posting it, then receiving whatever feedback. Right, right. You but got. like
1: at this point in my life? Yeah. Or, no, or before?
0: right at that moment. Oh, okay. That right. moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this, uh, this goes back. This is probably like around 2008. Um, at this point, I've, I'm doing gigs, I'm doing birthday parties, uh, smaller weddings, smaller events, that kind of stuff. Um, going to concerts, shooting concerts. And I got to shoot uh, the Kid Cudi concert uh, where he came to the Cool House early, early on after his first album came out. And he brought Drake out. And this is before Drake had his first album. Yeah. Right? This is after he just signed with uh, Young Money and all that hype was going on. He came out on stage. We were shooting that. And we got a bunch of pictures from that. I was so excited to share it with the world. And the world didn't really care. A few hip-hop blogs picked up the image. What actually ended up going sort of viral at the time was I put up a video of the interaction where Kid Cudi brought out Drake. And Drake started rapping uh, forever on stage. I think I garnered like 117, 116,000 views in 2008, which was a pretty big deal. YouTube was a baby back then. Pretty big deal back then. So, you know, unfortunately, I thought it was that easy to garner attention. Even though my photography, I put it out there and did not get her anywhere, get garner anywhere near that attention because the video did. I got a little conflated. Uh, maybe a little bit of ego and thought that, oh, it's this easy. And the world, if you put it out there, the entire world is going to watch it, and you'll be fine. Totally not the case, right? And what followed afterwards is realizing that no matter how much uh, effort and hard work you put into your craft and put together something, no matter how proud you are of it, there is absolutely no guarantee that once it leaves your hands, your phone, or whatever it is, that anyone will give a shit.
0: But, like, that first piece of content, like, when, like, when I took, when I took my first photo, like, I started, like, I made an account for photography, and, right. like, I took, I took my first photo, and, like, that first photo you put up, that's yeah. still your work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they say, like, um, it's, like, a very personal thing, yeah. your, your work, your photography, your video, mm-hmm. right? Like, are you nervous when you put it up? Like, when you put that first piece, of, like, that first YouTube video that you have uploaded yeah. onto Gadget Ball, and, like, yeah, yeah. were you nervous? Were you excited? Like, were you like, oh, my God, like, are people going to like this? Or were you yeah. confident? Like, yeah, this is me. This is my work. Everyone's going to love it. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah.
1: I mean, so if I'm going to share where I'm at now, like, let's go to 2018. Yeah. Like, the year. I mean, we're talking a year ago at the time of recording this. Um, I had planned so much beforehand that when I put it up, there was almost no sense of, like, gratification. It was more like <laughs> it's more like if you're building a house. And you put the first brick down. You don't celebrate the fact that you fir- put the first brick down. You appreciate the fact that you lined it up right. And maybe you got it on the cement and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you just right away go to the next brick. You know what I mean? Like okay. you're thinking about yeah. the next stone that you got to line up perfectly. That's exactly how I felt. Um, there was maybe a little bit more happiness of like, hey, guys, like check this out. I actually did it amongst my close circle of friends. And tell time to check it out and give me any feedback. What I was hungry about was the feedback. When I put that out there, I was like talking to everyone I could to let me know what they thought of the video. So as to say, when I go back and put the next brick to build this house, it would be perfect or it would be better, right? I shouldn't say perfect. It would be better than the last. And, you know, this is something I reiterate often, even when we talk about it, whatever the next one is, make it better than the last. Like that's your goal. just be better than the last time, that kind of thing, right? So yeah, when I put out that first YouTube video, January, 2018, um, it wasn't like, You know, giving myself applause or like patting myself on the back or any, it wasn't any of that. It was literally like understanding that this is simply one step toward a bigger, grander vision. Now that I have proven to myself that we can do step one or, you know, video one in this case, uh, let's do the next one and the next one and the next one. There's moments when I go back and look at how videos got picked up or viewed. Some are way more popular than others. I go back and I appreciate, I appreciate the fuck out of. All of that, right? Especially when people leave comments and stuff like that. I really, really appreciate that. Because think about yourself. Like, what does it take for you to leave a review on a restaurant you eat at? Yeah, it actually, if I'm... uh, I'm... What would it take for you to leave a review at a restaurant, good or
0: bad? It's either I loved the food and loved the service, loved the entire experience, or I hated the entire experience. But
1: I would even argue that it's easier for someone to leave negative feedback because they're so bothered by it, because they put their money toward it, yeah. then good feedback. Like, I've been to many great restaurants and haven't even feedback, yeah. right? So it's that kind of appreciation that I think we should have, is that when people leave a comment on your video, even if it's one person, appreciate that, read it, and, you know, reply to as many of them as you can. So that's more of what it was, in terms of, like, what I was feeling around that time a year ago. That's essentially it. Because, like, you
0: talked about When you put it out, you started by, you know, giving it to like close family, friends, your immediate network and getting feedback. Yeah. Right. And like what I would like to argue is that all feedback matters, but it's truly the feedback of the person that you don't know that matters the most because they have nothing like they have no connection to you. So therefore, like they're not taking into account your feelings or anything. So do you like do you do you do you do you keep that in mind or do you. When, when you're getting feedback from like your close friends and family, or do you also yeah. like or do you have like okay this expectation that okay I, I'm gonna take whatever feedback and and like not argue it but also but like just take it in and take it into consideration when I'm making my decision I
1: definitely value certain certain people's feedback more than others, so okay. why so strangers I value a lot because you absolutely know nothing about them. they come to you from the abyss so you should treat that with a certain amount of respect because, again, someone has taken the effort to let you know how they feel about your product. So that should all be treated as important, even when it's stupid comments or whatever it is. Like, why did they go to the trouble of letting you know whatever it is? If it's hate, whatever it may be, why? Why did they choose to act that way? And again, that's not to lose sleep over it. It's just try to find the understanding and the meaning behind that, right? To a certain degree. Um, there are certain friends that I just know will like the content and, you know, say nice things, that kind of stuff. But you don't really want to put that on a pedestal, but you appreciate the fact that they viewed it. You should always do that because listen, I said it before in uh, in another podcast, but your friends are not uh, an arm of your marketing division. You know what I mean? They're not, they're yeah. not, they're not your marketing division. They like, they don't owe you shit. They don't have to watch your content and you shouldn't expect them to as a friend. Like at the end of the day, whatever content that you're putting out, it just might not be for them, right? Like, I have a lot of people I would consider like sort of acquaintance friends on social media. You know, we interact and message, blah, 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 Not all of them make content that I enjoy. Not all of them make content I would necessarily follow. Just follow them for their story because I like who they are as a person, right? But, And I think it would be unfair for them to expect me to just love everything they do because I wouldn't expect that of them. I, I, was, I simply wouldn't. It's irrational to think that way. So that's why you don't want to put too much weight on that opinion. Because when they do it, they're not necessarily always going to be completely, you know, biased because, well, they're your friend, right? Um, But there's some people that I pick out that, like, I truly, truly value their opinion because they'll give it to me straight no matter what.
0: So are you always looking for a blunt, straight-up, honest opinion? Or, like, are there moments where, as a content creator, like, you, again, like, when you put out content, it's, content is a very personal thing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Regardless of like what it, whatever it's about, Huge. are you when when say if, say if you put something out and like I go, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, are you taken aback by it, or or do you go okay? Why didn't you like it? And do you, or or like are you are you considering? the fact that are you taking my feedback with a grain of salt because I'm I, I, I because before giving it to you, I said I didn't like it at all.
1: I'm more excited for that kind of feedback than I am for the compliments and the praise.
0: And so, th- like, why? Because as a content creator, this is a personal thing that I've put out. So it's like, if you're criticizing my work, okay, like, my, like, as like a, like, I'm, d- like, in general, content creators would be like, okay, who who are you? What body of work do you have? Yep. And like, what authority do you have that you can mm-hmm. give me this type of feedback on my work? Like, that's my immediate reaction, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? As content creators. So, like, why, how do you, as a content
1: creator, d- kind
0: of detach yourself
1: from I th- that? I just simply think that perspective is the wrong way to look at it, right? So, if I'm into cameras and I, I feel like I'm a figure of authority for cameras and, te- and creative technology, and if I have this attitude that I think that anyone that gives me criticism, unless they have the same apt uh, aptitude for this sort of knowledge that their criticism is completely void of any meaning i will fail and anyone should everyone else should feel that way at the end of the day when you're putting out a product into the world you don't get to objectively decide who gets to view it to a degree like you can put up a paywall and in some ways you're deciding who gets yeah, to view it yeah, right yeah. but let, Let's strip that down. Like if you're putting out something on YouTube, you don't get to decide who gets to view it. The whole world is going to see it. And they paid you with their attention. They've already invested time. Time is- That's a resource. That that is 100% a resource. And if you've let them down, you should be able to be mature enough to look at your product and see it as a business and see that as a customer complaint and be able to take that complaint and try to dissect it for anything that can make you better. Because here's a simple fact of it, is if you treat all of it with a certain degree of seriousness, if you treat all the feedback, especially negative feedback, with a certain level of seriousness, as if you would if you were managing a business, that's how you better your overall business as a store operator. Simply put, if you were to run uh, a mom and pop shop selling quilts or whatever it is, and someone leaves a negative review on Google and it's it seems completely anonymous. You could say, oh screw that! No, we know how to do our business, right? Or you can try to go through that message, dissect as best as you can, and try to better your business. Say, hey, the service sucks here. Okay, let's take a step back and understand what this person is probably talking about, right? Did they have a negative interaction with one of our people? Was it the merchandising? Whatever it may be. So the same thing with our content is that if you looked at a piece of my video and you said, hey, this thing is shit. I just I didn't like it. I want to know why right I want to know why why didn't you like it and what would make the product attractive to you and here's the thing simply it doesn't necessarily mean I'm always going to bend to everyone's will right I got to decide if you're even my target market so if you come to me and you're like honestly man there's just not enough humor in it like I want to be silly I want memes I want like sound effects and blah 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 I'm like man I I sincerely appreciate it I, I don't think I'm gonna go that way it's this might not be for you, but you know what? Thank you for watching. That's it. so that that is something that I've even
0: like personally struggled with. It's like your response. yeah, right? Because like <clears throat> I take the negative feedback. I take, okay, like we've like for example, like, one of our one of our podcast episodes might get better feedback than the other. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, how do you do you, like do you go the route of saying, yes, you're right? Or do you not acknowledge their feedback at all, but say, Hey, thank you. Or like, do you engage in a conversation to like dig deep as to like why they feel that way? Or do you feel the need to like debate them on their feedback and say, Hey, this is why you shouldn't be. Why debate them?
1: Why would you debate
0: them? Because like you, as a, as the creator of the content, you feel like, Hey, I put my best work out there. Yeah. And like, I gave this work, like the energy and it's my work. Like you still, it's like, it's like you, like, it's like, it's like somebody it's like it's like your child. Yeah. Like your your yeah. your content is still yeah. your, it's like your child. It's your yeah. baby. Like yeah. you don't want people yeah. to like criticize your baby. Yeah.
1: Your content is your ego. Right? This is the thing people think my content is my baby. My content is me and this, your content is your ego. You've literally taken your yourself. And I mean that as like the now yourself. Yeah. And you've manifested it into some sort of content for other people to um, take in, absorb, consume, whatever it may yeah. be. And we get offended because people don't appreciate ourselves.
0: So they don't like your taste. Or
1: like no, the they taste don't, you, I know. Like, they don't sense. like you. Yeah. If you strip it down. That's how we people perceive it. You don't like me as a human. I've bared my soul to you. I, I've shown you my photograph or whatever it is. I This is me. And you've literally told me you don't like me. Right? That's why people get offended. At the end of the day, like I think that needs to change a little bit.
0: So right? you're saying like should we detach ourselves from our content and view our content as content and not us?
1: As much as possible, and again, let's not argue into semantics, but if yes. you view it as this is a byproduct of my work that I'm giving, I'm giving to the world, right? And at the end of the day, what happens beyond me giving it is out of my control. It's out of my control. It simply is. I can't control how you feel. I can't control how you perceive things, right? I can only control my actions. I can't control the fruit of my actions, quote in the Bhagavad Gita. Um, Once I put it out there, it's out there, right? At the end of the day, when people absorb that, consume that, whatever they do with that, take what you can from that experience to better your own self, to see if you can put even more good in the world, to see if you can better your own craft. And here, let's just get to simple, you know, understanding here. How do you truly get better, right? How do you get better? How do people, you know, put on more muscles? How do people, you know, really go out and become amazing and great and maybe part of the 1%? And when I say 1%, I don't mean like um, monetarily speaking, just like 1% of whatever the niche is that they're in. They truly have to overcome struggle and obstacles, right? If I put out a video, everyone likes it, everyone likes it, everyone likes it, I would argue that I'm not getting better. I'm not improving. I'm not learning. I'm not making mistakes, right? So when you get any kind of feedback, especially the negative feedback, those are teaching moments for you, and you need to be able to look at that. When I say you, I mean like, I'm not talking about me, whoever, right? Look at that as teaching moments and an opportunity to get exponentially better than your last success. Right. So, on the flip side of that, we're like, we've
0: just talked about like understanding and like navigating a little bit of the negativity. We'll get, we'll get deeper into that. But like, there's also like positive compliment. Yeah. There's also people that have a different method of dealing with the positivity around their work. Yeah. Well, do you remember like, like, I'm pretty sure there are, there are certain things that people say to you about your work that really stick to you,, yeah. whether it's negative or positive, like, yeah, 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 as a positive compliment. What was something that, like you personally felt like, "Hey, this stuck with me, and this is something that I still remember to this day, because like whatever memory you have formed around that, however it formed and changed your work, like it yeah. did that. Like, and like, give us an example. It's...
1: I mean, inherently, it's hard to remember all the positive. Yeah. It's much easier to remember the negative things that people said, right? But, you know, there's things that my wife said to me that really stick with me in terms of positive feedback because she is a tough critic. And I can tell by her facial reactions what she truly admires and appreciates and what she does and that kind of thing. So there's times and moments of things that she said that really stuck with me. Um, And there's more than the work itself. What I love is when, uh, close friends of mine give me praise or compliments unasked, like out of the blue, like random for my work ethic. And and especially when they say that, that my work ethic inspires them and want, makes them want to go and do something and create something and that kind of stuff. I, I like that more than anything, right? I, more than you saying, dude, I love your photograph, truly changed my perspective, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is a friend of mine said this, is that, you know, it was during one of my happy birthday wishes. It was like, man, 2018 was definitely your year. Like, there's people that say, hey, this year is my year. Like, this was definitely your year. Like, it's crazy to see what you've done. Truly, truly inspiring. And then when I when I heard that, I'm like, I was kind of taken back by it. I not quite respond uh, as eloquently. Um, that's what I that's what I appreciate more, I guess. But even then, when you get the way I see the praise and all, it's re- really I just put it in the bank, right? It's like savings. You just put it in the bank and you call upon it when you're not feeling as great. So sometimes it might be these memories that I think about, you know, when I'm like, uh, when I'm faced with challenges or whatever, maybe I'm like, you know what? No, fuck. I, I've done so much. And this person said so and this, whatever it is. Um, sometimes it's, it's the DMs that we get. I mean, you know this from like people that listen to our show or watch our YouTube channel or leave comments on YouTube that leave praise and stuff like that. I'll just take a screen cap on my phone and I have a folder in my photos album called fan appreciation. Like, yeah, just and it, it's literally like a bank of positivity.
0: See, but like for like a new viewer or like a new a new listener, one might take that as like what you you, you just want to stroke the ego every once in a while. Like, why?
1: Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, are yeah. You,
0: why are you saving positive? Like, actually, do you want
1: to, like, validate your work? Or is that how you validate it? Because at the end of the day, when I, I I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but hey, I'll just talk about it as if it's completely new. To truly be, to do, truly do something of meaning and to do great things, it takes a lot of hard work, okay? Let's establish that. And to do hard work takes a good amount of energy. Fair to say, right? That energy that you need to do it, to stay hungry and on that mission, it becomes easier to do that task when you have purpose and not just motivation, okay? motivation. Is external. It's outside of you. It can be positive motivation or a negative motivation. If you're an employee, your boss can say, Hey, hit the sales quota. I'm going to give you a $20,000 bonus. Or he could say, Hit the sales quota or you're fired. That's going to motivate you. Both of those are going to motivate you. Positive or negative. External. You don't have control over that. And it's energy intensive. It requires a lot of energy to keep that going, right? Maybe it's the quotes that you follow on Instagram. Well, sometimes the quotes are not going to do it anymore. They're not. That's why you to to really do these insurmountable things of of purpose and meaning, sorry, I used the word there, of meaning, (laughs) purpose is way more important. Because if you have purpose, that's internal. You control that. More often than not, that's positive, right? It's independent of these external forces. If you have purpose, you can go and do these things, such as create a YouTube channel where there's a new episode out every single week, uh, a, a podcast network with four shows. With a new episode out every single week, and have that work ethic. If you have purpose, that becomes easy. No matter what, if you're ever doubting it, you already know why you're doing what you're doing. To know the why is way more important, right? That being said, you need motivation every now and then to take it up a notch. So, for example, this month the workload is a little bit higher, coming off the holiday season, and it doesn't help that I was sick, you know, the latter part of December and early January. So. Sometimes you need something external to further motivate you. And having a photo album called Fan Appreciation to remind myself, no, 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 this is why. Like You have the purpose and the motivation. So I would argue that, number one, purpose is the most important thing to have when you're going into content creation. Why are you doing these things? But don't ignore motivation. It shouldn't be your only thing by any means, but having little bits of positivity readily available will help you in those times where you feel like you're not moving the needle where you're not getting things done or you, you just feel like it's worthless, whatever it may be you just need these things to kind of give you a little bit extra push.
0: But like people are always saying, you know, surround yourself with positivity, good vibes only this and that. And just like, you know, have this bullshit. environment of bullshit. positivity around <laughs> it's you. Bullshit. Right? It's and like bullshit. Now we're thinking like, can positive thinking in itself be of the negative,
1: so what I will say this is, uh, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say it's complete bullshit. Um, yeah, you should have a pretty positive environment that's conducive and safe and that kind of thing, but you can't get it twisted in the sense that you shouldn't try to eliminate every single point of negative feedback. So if I have a friend that always criticizes my videos. And I say, you know what? I'm just not going to talk to this person anymore. I think that would be doing more harm to me than anything else. Right? And so in that sense. Um, and also that fear of negative feedback, that fear of negativity um, will control us in a way. or oh, won't allow that. us to grow as fast as we should. Right? So for example, me taking the steps to show people at work and my coworkers some of the content I do on the side. Even in my own mind, when I knew as a critic that this is not even the quality that I want to be at,
0: yeah,
1: you know, being able to open myself up to that, that was so much more valuable to me. To go to one of the marketing managers and be like, hey, can you take a look at this? Knowing very well that this gentleman was probably going to give me harsh, honest feedback. Hey, man, the music didn't really line up with the footage that you're going. I probably would have done this differently. It was too loud at this point. But you know what became of that? I had so much concrete feedback to go off of. That the next episode was automatically going to be better. The next piece of work was automatically going to be better because of this.
0: So this is this is this is what I'm like. This is why I'm asking this because like, really recently, this has been like an ex- like an experience. Like I don't know if you felt it or like, or if like our co-host Nissan felt it yeah, either. Yeah. But <clears throat> there was a point in like our shows, like Banana Boy specifically, where like. We had our moment where, like, we were getting tons of feedback. Everyone loved the the show. Everyone loved like that specific episode. Yeah. And then, like, since then, we've had a couple episodes since that point. And yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not even going to explicitly mention it, but yeah. like, I'm pretty sure you could also think you you can it comes it comes straight to the top of your mind, like which point in the show in the show's history that was. Yeah. And right after that, like, our like the subsequent episode wasn't as good. Yeah. And then the subsequent episode episode after that yeah. wasn't as good. This is not. This is not even just from like an external perspective of external feedback. Yeah. We ourselves, after recording the show, were doubting whether, yeah. you know, we truly liked it or not. And it's like, where did that come from? Like, and I, and I was thinking back to it. and I'm like, we just had so much positive feedback that what happened to us? We just got complacent.
1: Exactly. Right? So, I mean, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say it's complacent. I don't think it's complacency because our, our work ethic was fine. Um, our preparation for one episode could have been better. That was one thing. Yeah. But here's the thing: we we got so caught up in the positive feedback, and we viewed that in that moment as a marker of of our our content. Oh, okay. Right, that Ah. the absence of that makes it seem like each uh, product that follows isn't as good. So, as a
0: creator, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's been moments in like your entire history, from like from Boca Blink to Risky Fox to Gadget Ball and to all the podcast shows where. You're, there's that moment where you're feeling really good about your work because like there's so much positive feedback yeah. there's like this entire just like your 15 minutes of fame yeah. or so to say like yeah. in that sense yeah, yeah. how do you how do you like how do you just like move on from that and go okay like alright now back to like working as if this didn't happen at yeah. all right how
1: do you go okay how do I still improve or is this the pinnacle because most people you can improve though This, this is, it's simply it's simply looking at the fact that you know sure Maybe you acknowledge the fact that you've achieved something you never achieved before. Uh, reaching over a thousand listeners in like, what, under eight weeks or whatever the, whatever the hell it was. And everyone's sharing it and everyone's telling us how awesome the episode is and all that kind of stuff, or the, the new show is, all that kind of stuff. Fantastic. Great. Cool. We've done that. It's already happened. It's gone down in history. We have the proof. We've already accomplished that, right? It's already been done. By the nature of what we do, the space that we're in, we can be better. Because we've done that, we can be better. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I I wouldn't say it's quite uh, like athletics where you can exponentially always get better. No, eventually biology catches up with you Yeah. and you're not going to get improved. You're going to go down, right? But in the creative space, to, to view that I've already done my best work is such a pretentious and a foolish thing to believe. Even in the midst of and any kind of negative feedback you might be giving or the lack of feedback that you might be getting. You've already done it, you've proven to the world, you've garnered their attention, that they've invested something that's a priceless resource is the content that you've made, so just be better. Okay, you don't do it this time, try next time. Okay, it didn't work, learn from the feedback, try to be better. Oh, it didn't work again? Keep doing it, right? And this is where having purpose is important because if you have the purpose, and you know why you're doing it, and it's more than just feedback, clout, influencer, branding, blah, 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 all these catchy buzz things that people are trying to do and become famous from. If it's beyond that, then it's easy to keep going, right? Like, you know my purpose outside of this show, like it's, you know, between us. That is so unshakable that no matter what kind of content we put out, If it's not as good as the last time and maybe we go on a slump and maybe listeners go down and not up, whatever it may be, no matter what happened, that purpose is so unshakable that I simply can't quit. I can't stop producing content. I need to keep doing to get better because it serves a much more important purpose. That's the key, really. So again, it comes back to if you have that purpose, it becomes easier to deal with those moments.
0: So. Amongst those like moments of positivity, moments of negativity, right? It's easy to get optimistic during those moments of positivity, yeah. But then it's also extremely, extremely easy to get really pessimistic, yeah, during those moments of negativity, right? And I'm pretty sure as a creator, like we have our highs and lows, yeah. How like if I'm feeling at my lowest and like I'm getting that negative feedback and I truly don't feel Mm -hmm. proud of the work that I just put out because, like, yeah. this good. is not the standard of
1: work that I put out. Good. Be better. Like That's it. No, be better. That's it. Like, here's the thing. What you need to do is un- listen to your body, listen to your emotions, and I want to be careful because, like, there's some mental health stuff that I don't want to get into, so let's eliminate that from the equation that it, it's not that kind of feeling that you're feeling. This is more
0: of, like, if, like, your crap. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, good. If you feel like shit and you're not happy with your work, uh, listen to your gut and now change that switch up and be better happens to me all the time. Like I, I think about, you know, what's the greatest picture that I've ever taken? Uh, It, it's, it hasn't been done yet. <laughs> like it's, maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's in the next decade. I was talking to Sean Vincent de Paul, one of the artists that we interviewed. And when I asked him, Hey, what's your favorite song? He's like, I haven't put it out yet. And it wasn't like, Oh, it's coming out next month. No, it's like speaking holistically. Like I haven't put it out yet. It, it, it's to come. Right. And having that sort of mindset, and that's when we click because I'm like, you know, on the fucking nose, right?
0: But uh, but from like a flip side, that could come off as like, oh, like, uh, arrogant. Who like, cares? Oh, oh, you think that? Oh, like you think you're like all that? Like, oh, I haven't put out my best I song yet. I mean, or like, and, and is this, that like a, this comes oh, back? This comes bro.
1: back to no. This comes back to like uh, things like Gary V. What he says, and 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 we place so much value in other what other people think of us. That it tri- it becomes it becomes crippling to us. It doesn't allow us to actually flourish and do our own thing. Um, listen, you should listen to feedback and criticism and all that kind of stuff. But if people are just gonna think that you're egotistical, that you're full of yourself, and especially when you have like these true intentions and, and a purpose and all that kind of stuff, uh, fuck that, fuck that noise. Like, there's no time for that. Who cares? It it simply does not matter, especially when you have that purpose. Like, if your purpose is to, for example, um, start the world's greatest uh, education charity you want to build schools all these kind of schools and to get there you need to create a store that sells let's call it toques whatever it is and you gotta sell a million toques and you develop this persona and you have this kind of attitude and that sells a bunch of toques and you have and you develop this ego whatever it may be and you became famous and people hate you because of your attitude blah 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 who the fuck cares like at the end of the day, is it working? Is it getting you closer to your goal, your purpose, and that purpose wakes you up in the morning and makes you work harder than anyone else? Great. Stick to your purpose. Right? How do you how do you block that noise out
0: though? Strip like, it's, 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 Strip, the, it's strip like, the emotion. Strip the emotion it's, from it. It's easier said than done. Like how do you? I'm pretty sure like this is not something that you yeah. you you've embodied from day one of content creation. This yeah. is something that you like you learned and you said okay. I need to, like, strip my emotion out of this. Yeah. I need to, you know. No, I need to, no, no, I need to no. That's problem.
1: what I mean. When you yeah. give me negative feedback, for example, if you were to come up to me and say, yo, uh, what's your favorite picture? I'm like, I haven't taken it yet. You say, damn, that, you're pretty arrogant, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You have a pretty big ego. Or maybe you go behind my back and I hear about whatever. Um, I would. This is what I interpret it as. You seem to be uncomfortable. With the amount of confidence i have in my own my own abilities you are uncomfortable with how i feel about myself why should i care how you feel how i feel about myself you know what i mean so deconstructing it in that way if, uh. if it's if it's you know hey i'm here i don't know like taking my clothes off in public and that makes you uncomfortable We have a legitimate problem. I shouldn't be doing that in public, whatever, maybe. But it's not that. It's not that. You're uncomfortable with how confident I am in my own abilities. That's your insecurities. That's on you. And I might come out, I might might come across even more egotistical in your eyes because I'm going to say, damn, I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry that you're so insecure with my self-confidence. But finding ways to deconstruct criticism so that you can actually understand what's actually valid and useful and what isn't. It's something you need to practice as well. It's something that you might want to talk to other people about, people that are really good at it. Um, maybe, maybe you want to meditate on it as well. Maybe you want to read books on dealing with your own emotions, ang- anger specifically, all that kind of stuff. But the simple fact of it is, when you hear criticism, whatever negativity, whatever it may be, deconstruct it as much as possible. Okay? You need to be able to the flip side, to really make this work, be honest with yourself. And that's the other thing that's really fucking hard for people, especially creators, is to be 100% honest with
0: themselves. 100%. Because you, is it because you think that, you know, it's, I have... It's
1: because it's terrifying. Oh. It's because it's terrifying. Okay. Like, try to be 100% honest with yourself. Try to think if you had to say everything that you were thinking out loud in public every single time how terrifying that is and you get and then and you're getting pretty close to it now you know what I mean like try to be honest with yourself and question every single fucking thing you do
0: do you ever criticize your own work do you ever like sit down like for example go through your channel and just tear every <laughs> are you
1: heart? asking me a rhetorical question yeah. you know this about me yeah yeah, I I rip everything apart. I mean, I... like
0: you 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 say, you've I've heard you say, oh, I already hate this video that I just put out. I already hate this photo. But I feel like for some people yeah. that comes off as like, yo, that's what all creators say. Like that's what everyone's. That's all. That's what all photographers say. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yo, if someone's saying because it's usually in response to someone saying, I love that picture, or like I love that
1: video. Blah but It's like yeah. yeah, like yeah. Like yo, I already hate it. Yeah. And here's the thing, and there's a valid reason for that because there's people that will say that to be to throw a pity party, um, or just to get more, whatever it is. So when I say I hate the shit that I just put out to you or a close group, that's because I'm comfortable with you. When other people look at it and they say nice things, I just say thank you. Like I wouldn't be as honest. But why do you? Why do you? But with you, with my brother, with my close group of friends, a couple of people that I interviewed that that are creators themselves, I'm okay saying that simply because. I know that if I maintain the current trajectory of learning and getting better and practicing, that I'm capable of creating things that are truly, truly timeless and truly breathtaking, right, specifically with photography, video to a degree, but specifically photography, because I've seen other works of art and pieces that have done that to me, right? So that pursuit to create something that I made that has that impact on me, one, might be impossible by the nature that it's created by me. And that's a reality that might, I might die with. But two, because I've experienced the feeling, like I have two of these photo books here beside me and I've seen images there that were truly breathtaking. But because I've seen it exist in the world, to me, it tells me that it's possible. To me, it tells me that it's attainable. I need to put in the work ethic to get there. So anything that I create that isn't that is not satisfactory for me. Are you immune
0: do you feel sorry not do you ever feel that <clears throat> um at any point you will be above the criticism or or like above the feedback that that you receive because you are just so good at your craft or like you're so good at you understanding I understand lighting and I understand photography to the core. Nobody can criticize me because I know my shit. Do you ever feel mm-hmm. like, do you, do you feel like that's a point that creators should strive for? Or, or do you think that like,
1: or do you think that's on the horizon for no, no, you no, and yourself? No, uh, I don't think that you can get there. Um, people might feel like they get there. Scary place to be because you're pretty much saying that I'm done learning. When you get to that spot where you feel that you're above criticism, that you uh, don't have anyone or any peers at your level that can teach you anything, you've pretty much said that you're done learning. Hey, guys, I'm closed for business. I've learned everything there is to know. And that's a simple, blatant lie. I will never get there. And I don't think anyone should ever feel like they can get there or should get there, right? Your job is to get better all the time. You have a very short life in the grand scheme of things. And every day after you found what your passion is, should be dedicated to getting better. Now, I'm not telling you that you need to go work eight hours a day, every single day at it. Sure, you can if you want, but what we talk about, move the needle. Whether it's an inch or a mile, you move the needle. Every day you can, move that needle. Every fucking day. And come back to the fact that negative feedback is gonna help you move that needle further than you did if you just got positive feedback and reassuring feedback. So, no, I don't think that is I don't think that is possible. Have you ever
0: Have you ever given a piece of negative feedback to someone in which they didn't take it in the way that you intended to take it or the, or there was, like, some pushback and, like, a blowback?
1: Um, I don't think there was a blowback. There was times where I've given feedback and clearly, by the look of their face, they were kind of taken back by it.
0: How do you avoid that? Like, as a creator, like, um, you asked me for my opinion and, I'm like, there's always this, like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, not only just me, not only just you, in general. Like, there's always this, like, Huh, there's always this moment of hesitation of should I truly say how I feel or should I like sugarcoat it or should I just be like, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, how do you like,
1: how do you man. just like
0: eliminate that? Cause like as a creator, you also want to be able to provide feedback and be honest with other creators because they are your peers. They yeah. are your colleague, Yeah. They are your, wh- 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 whether you see them as that or it even just, your it competition.
1: Comes, it just comes to the vicinity of which our relationship exists. If you give me feedback and I just don't fuck with something that you created, I'm going to tell you straight up just because of the vicinity of our relationship how close we are, right? Uh, a lot of people that are just merely acquaintances might just get a nice, dope, whatever it is, because we're not that close, so I don't owe you my transparency or honesty. I don't owe that to you. And truth be told, I don't think you can handle it because I don't know you. But And I would rather not risk sending you into a spiral that you're not prepared for I would rather save you from that, than expose you to my honesty. Because again, my honesty isn't always objectively true. I I, no, sorry, it's never objectively true. It's the reality that I perceive. So, for example, there's there's photographers that I follow on Instagram, and I think their work is trash. Like, I see their content, it's shit. Maybe they had a great idea, but technically, it's crap. The composition is shit. There's no thought put into the lighting. Uh, Clearly, there's no time spent. Uh, fixing or retouching certain things that are just like blatantly easy to fix like a, a hair going across like there's no attention for detail it's shit if i gave them this level of honesty i don't know if they're prepared for that and what am i actually what value am i giving them like they didn't even ask for it they just put it in their timeline they didn't ask me for anything so as a result i'm gonna save any of my opinions and here's one thing that you know people say this all the time if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all to a degree right what value am I truly giving you with my honesty? I'm putting all that energy there to someone I don't know. But as a content
0: creator, we always want to be learning. We do. Right? But
1: let people ask you. Right? You know, when you put out a video and people take the time to leave a comment and it is constructive criticism, even if it is criticism or it comes across a little brace or whatever it may be, appreciate that. This is the thing. It's it's I'm telling you, you should appreciate when people give you this feedback because not everyone's gonna think like myself or people like me were I'm going to save you from the the harsh reality of how shit your work is, but anyone that does give it to you, appreciate that, learn from it. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I will be careful who I mention this kind of criticism to. Yeah, uh, You know, I was having a conversation uh, with someone, artist, and he showed me something, and he was, you know, he liked what he produced. Uh, it's a visual piece, and I said, like, listen, I like it, but I can see how the messaging can come across the wrong way. And for that reason, I think you should think about other ways to kind of portray this message. And there was a conversation back and forth, but it was a good conversation. Like we just had this conversation about the craft and it wasn't me just saying, Oh man, that's so amazing. You're so revolution. No, like save the bullshit, be honest and say what you say, what you actually are feeling. Yeah. Right? Um, it's so much of that in the social media. And then, To a degree, like I got to shield myself from this, you know, like by my own nature, I'm being, I'm giving my attention to certain timelines and certain profiles. And this is going to come across really, really egotistical, but fuck it. I'm just going to say it. But I'm seeing these things and I'm paying for this with my attention and it's simply shit. And when I look at it, I just go into pointing out all these flaws with it.
0: Or like that's just your opinion. And
1: and, and and it's simply it simply is my opinion it's not objectively true it's my opinion yeah and i'm just like why why like I, i've now given energy into this thing that hasn't bettered me in any way it just it, it, it's, it's not good to me so you know that results in me just unfollowing the account sometimes it's a meme account or a joke account and it's like wait a minute like that's actually kind of offensive like that's actually putting women down or men down, or whatever, like whatever the fuck it is. I'm like, you know what? This is not giving me any any value. Like, This is the thing where it's okay to be egotistical in certain ways and to look out for your own mental health. If you can't control certain ways and how you react to things, then at least create a, an environment where you're at, at least relatively not exposed to those kind of things. Now, I'm not trying to say, hey, make it like a complete safe space and watch out for your fragility or any of that kind of stuff. No, I'm just talking about things. If it's not really adding value to your life, whether it's like
0: in the form of like negative feedback and, but like, no, no, not
1: not negative feedback. I'm talking about like the art and the content that you perceive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What I'm saying is, for example, if you're flipping through the channels and all of us, like the Playboy channel is always there and it's, and it's not the content that you want to see or flip through and, I'm going I'm going I'm going really old with this analogy. Um just unsubscribe to the channel. Don't pay for the channel, whatever it may be. Now, it's the same thing with the timeline. If I'm going through my feed, this is my timeline. This is not your timeline. It's my timeline. If I don't like the work that you're putting out and you're not the you know, I, I don't find interest in it, unfollow it. What more value do I need to give you? It shouldn't be taken as offensive. It's the same thing happens to me. People follow me, they unfollow me. But so what? Right? I don't I mean, they don't owe me anything.
0: Yeah. But
1: wasn't we, the best analogy, but I, I hope you understand no, we, what we, I'm we, trying to we, get to. We're,
0: we're, we're like, you want to produce an environment where it's not just like protecting you and shielding you from everything, yeah. but it's giving you I'm, something. I'm, that's I'm cheap, talking more about Providing
1: con- value. Yeah. I'm talking about the art and the content that I receive. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about feedback anymore. But if I'm going to decide that, hey, I'm only going to follow 1,000 accounts on Instagram, I'm going to go through and because of the algorithm, I won't see all 1,000, but I'm going to try to make sure that the quality is things that I would want to see.
0: So what are your tips for like, for creators in general who are just like starting out and trying to navigate like, you know, receiving so much feedback and receiving so much praise and like, I've received all this like feedback. I've received all this like, this negativity, meaning like, the hate or like the DMs, whether you like you receive them personally to yourself or you hear about them through the great grapevine, you hear feedback, which is like, Hey, this is how you can improve your work. Then you hear, then you gain like the negativity. Yeah. Then you're also getting uh, the positivity. Yeah. I'm a creator. I'm a young creator, someone who wants to grow, but I've just received these three things. I have them in the palm of my hand.
1: So what do I do with them? What I would say is you take the positivity as much as possible, put in that positivity bank and call upon it. If it's that good and make that, maybe save a screenshot, whatever it is, and use that as motivation on top of your purpose. Number one, I'd say find your purpose in life. And this comes back to asking yourself the tough questions because some of you, the purpose might be, I want to be Insta-famous, right? I want to become an influencer. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work from home. I want people to pay me to advertise stuff on Instagram, whatever it may be. I want attention. I want to be honest with yourself and find out why you're actually doing what you're doing. Like what is that ultimate purpose? Because if you don't, if you have that, everything else becomes so fucking easy, especially dealing with criticism and negative feedback. If you know why you're doing everything that you're doing, and it, it has that much power and weight to it, the criticism is easy. And what I'll argue is you will actively seek out criticism. This is the thing what I should tell you to do. This is why purpose is important because. Uh, Communicating that purpose uh, will actually garner better feedback because people will understand why you're creating the content that you're creating. But um, Seek out peers or mentors or people's opinions that you value or would think that you have value in and get them to judge and criticize something that you've produced and get their honest opinion. I'll give you an example. We were in New York. We met up with Stock Easy and part of the interview that we did, I asked them to judge a photograph. Wasn't even my best photograph. It wasn't not even near any of the, my best work. It was just something that I shot while I was on vacation in London. It was a street photograph and I just wanted him to kind of look at it and tell me what he saw. And he was just brutally honest with it. And I love that feedback. I love that insight. For someone that has studied the craft so much and you know gone through so many books, worked with so many like, talented people, for him to give me that brought so much value that when I went back and started shooting, I thought in that way, you know. He's the one that really inspired me to go out and get photo books and start studying them. I didn't do that before this, you know. I had phot- photographers that I followed, but I'd just go online and look at the pictures or go on Instagram and stuff like that. And he's the one that said, "No, like go through the books and see them and feel the images and and really try to study it as if you were studying, you know, for an exam, whatever it may be, right?" So. So much things, there's so many lessons I've gotten because of this mindset. I, I try to share that with other people. Like no, yeah. if, you, if you're actually open to criticism, if you're actually open to negativity and you allow it to work its course, you can grow so much and do so much amazing things that you'll surprise yourself. Or you might not surprise yourself because you've become so confident in that and the purpose is so Powerful that you just knew what was going to happen, and that's sort of the state that we find ourselves in or I find myself in right now. I'm not surprised by the numbers, the attention, the growth, or any of that stuff. I know that in the long in the long, long run, everything that we're going to do is going to work out to that ultimate purpose. I know that I already see it happening i I've, I've I've visualized it, but that doesn't mean I don't appreciate every single person that comments gives me praise or any of that kind of stuff like you know i have an album in my phone called fan appreciation you know cheesy title but it's just you know all the nice things that people have said or sent as a message or any of that kind of stuff like i truly appreciate every single one of those and when people leave a comment on youtube like a promise to myself is i'm going to respond to every single comment as long as i can and when i can't i'm gonna see if i can get someone else to help me with that or create a system where it sends it to me. Or create a, a time of day where I go through all. Like I'm going to do it as long as possible.
0: You, you note down all the feedback you get. Everything. Like, whether it's mental, or like. And if I can't respond
1: it to down. it. I will I'll read it. And I will like it just to show that I've read it. Yeah. Um, I, I I believe it to my core. Right. Um.
0: And with that I think. Yeah. it's have like, given us <laughs> a lot right now. So it's like navigating the feedback loop on social media and as a content creator in general is something that like a lot of people are still figuring out as they, as they create, as they're on their creative journey. Yeah. Um, any parting words?
1: Yeah. As much as possible, like when it comes to uh, criticism, feedback, uh, what I will say is all this shit becomes easier when you have your purpose and be fucking honest with yourself when you find that purpose. Start
0: with, start with you and, and you why can.
1: and why start yeah. with why. Right? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? Why are you posting on Instagram? Why do you want to get your own website? Why do you have a business name? Why do you charge what you charge? Why do you take a picture of your check and then put it on Instagram? Why do you take a picture of the contract that you're working on and put it on Instagram? Why do you take a picture of what your gear and put it on? Like, why are you doing these? things? What is it? What's your why? Dissect it as much as possible. And then when you find out, because you will that a lot of these things are motivated by ego. We've all been there, myself included. Hell, myself, oh yeah, myself included. You can start making better decisions that are less about yourself and more about the craft and more honest to what you're looking to do and truly provide value.
0: Okay, I have to ask you this question again because I don't feel like you like you you truly answered it. And you, you didn't get the answer that you wanted. Yeah, so Pretty much. I didn't get, get what I so, wanted. So, so I'm, we're I'm, adding I'm this now. Okay. Yeah. Go right. ahead. Go ahead. So do you like, do you, do you remember the first photograph that you like took? First piece of content you created. Like as, and, and that as my shared? photography company. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember it. And I, I deleted it. I wasn't happy. So I, del- I deleted it. Why? I want to, I wanted to be a better photographer and I, and I just, Because of that, I'm like, this content is not to the standard of what I would want. So I just deleted it. And yeah, you said you wanted to be a better photographer. Yeah. Like for many,
0: for many content creators, like that, what is that better? Like everyone's like, yo, yeah, I want it to be better. I want it to be better. Like, how did you define what that better was? Like, what was that better for you?
1: Well, understanding what the goal is and being honest with that. So I want to become a better photographer, right? That means I don't want to get a. I don't want to be better at Photoshop, necessarily. Okay. I don't want to become a better phot- uh, Photoshopper. I don't want to become a better retoucher. I want to become a better photographer. I don't want to become a better marketer because I can become a good marketer. I can invest my time and energy become a good marketer, go on Instagram and get people to like it that way. And just market the photos market that you, it. you are taking. Okay. But that doesn't make me a better photographer. It simply doesn't. And I'm lying to myself because, and I won't, I won't feel that feeling of satiation of, 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 of I've done it because. I've become a better marketer. I haven't become a better photographer. To become a better photographer, I need to get b- better at photography, photography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And for me to get better at photography, I need to study photography. I need to truly get better at the craft itself because that's, that was the goal that I've set. I want to become a better photographer, right? That's what I said at the beginning of this thing. So to become a better photographer, I need to do everything involved to better that. Because when the moment hits and the moment strikes, I want to be ready to capture it as beautifully, as perfectly as possible. Right? There's a guy out there, Cameron Haynes, who's a hunter, but this guy runs ultra marathons. And he, like, look him up, Cameron Haynes. He literally, like, puts his body through torture, runs these 100, 200 mile races, always working out, always at the gym. And why? Because he loves hunting. It means so much to him. And he believes that in that moment when he goes on a trip and he's days, days, days out there in the wilderness and it's freezing cold, he doesn't want his body to fail him because he doesn't know if he's going to get that opportunity again. He doesn't know if his life's in danger. He doesn't know if he's going to fall down a cliff and has to get out of that. So he puts his body through intentional torture to be ready for that moment. Like That's another level of dedication that I admire. For me, I want to become a better photographer so that when that moment comes, whether it's in a studio. Or out on the street, whatever it is, and it happens to be a moment that could be my most favorite photograph of all time, I am fully prepared for that moment to capture it and encapsulate it. And for me to do that, I gotta be honest with that. And I gotta dedicate as much time as I can to that craft, not to marketing, not to Photoshop, not to filters, not to that bullshit. It's important as a business person that you have that, those kind of skills. Great. But fundamentally, if my goal is to become a better photographer, most of my energy, the majority of my energy, the huge majority, should be going into that, into becoming a better photographer. Which, in, in a sense, goes back to knowing your purpose and why you're
0: starting and doing what you are doing as a creator.
1: Did that answer your question? Yeah,
0: that definitely did. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. And with that, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care.